Hey everybody, welcome to Faith Changes Everything. This is the Faith Huddle and we want you in it. So you're at Faith Changes Everything here with Terry Tamplin and Kathy Durrett and we want you to say you're here, put your name in the comments and let us know you're here because we've got some good stuff for you today. We've been talking about change and dealing with change and how we deal with change and you know, Terry and I, I know people just look at our lives and think we're just <laughs> like Terry. You right. <laughs> the way we deal with change. Now we're learning with you. So that's why we need you in the huddle today. So welcome, welcome. And uh, um, again, I'm so glad to have you here. And I want you to know that um, this Faith Changes Everything is brought to you by Terry and Kathy, and I was going to show you this picture again. Oh, <laughs> by, by Terry Tamplin, our Methodist minister, and uh, our certified John Maxwell speaker, teacher, trainer. And so it's brought to you by him, and it's also brought to you by Kathy, and I'm certified John Maxwell speaker, teacher, trainer, and I'm also Miss Birds of Encouragement. So um, I love my birds and I love to go out and uh, and do things with my birds. So that's who I am. So again, welcome, welcome. And uh, it's just a little uh, book housekeeping here. Our, our private group on Facebook has really caused us some issues with sharing information back and forth. So at some point I'm going to um, delete that group if I can figure out how to do it. <laughs> I haven't yet, but I have created another group, a public group that's called Faith Changes Everything. And it's the one with a picture of the man jumping over the rocks. And so if you're a member of this private group, go over and like the other group, because that's where eventually this all this stuff will live. And we'll let this uh, we'll let this private group go bye bye and the public group will take over. And I guess that's an example of change. respond to change, aren't we, Terry? <laughs> Figure out the best way to do this. Sometimes that, that private group had different ways of sharing and things that had so many restrictions on it. It was hard to, to share information back and forth between that page and people's pages and whatnot. So that's why we're doing that. So go over and like faith changes everything and look for the little man jumping over the rock. Did you like that graphic, Terry? I loved it. Yeah. It's fun. Wasn't it? Mm -hmm. it reminded um, me of myself. <laughs> Oh, you know that didn't you send me that picture? I thought that uh, yeah. was maybe that was <laughs> that was you in nineteen seventy-five. That was Terry in nineteen seventy-five. I would be pulling myself out from the ravine in between. <laughs> That's a great picture. Really mm -hmm. great. I'm sure it's probably all incredibly uh, photoshopped, but we're talking about change in the world and how crazy the world still seems to be from week to week and uh, how we can deal and be sane and have be faith filled in this time. And so we talked a little bit about it um, last week. We talked about dealing with change and we had our idea of the wheel and all of that. But I want you to think, is there anything today? Put it in the chat or whatever. Is there anything today, any particular issue you'd like to get? what you'd like to get from this and uh, not that we can change our whole uh, spiel, but anything that you would like to address, you feel free. 
or tell us if there's anything you did last week. And I'll just put Terry on the spot. Terry, was there anything you did last week to kind of that kept you? I mean, anything, I know you probably already do a lot of things. Yeah, well. Keep, you talk, Terry, I gotta answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I do, uh, you know, I have my daily routine. Uh, one of the things that I knew that my family's doing is um, my son has invited us all to do um, a prayer devotional together called draw the circle. And I can't remember if I said anything about that last week or not, but it's uh, that's something that's really been uh, fun for us to do together. And um, so really enjoyed that. And um, So that's just, something kind of different and something that kind of keeps you a little more grounded maybe in some of it the really does. It's really encouraging. Uh, uh -huh. You probably remember that book when we did it at yes. Polk Street, but it's, uh, you know, Mark Batterson has a, he's a very encouraging guy and he speaks out of his own experience a lot. <clears throat> and um, just um, it's refreshing. I, I think one of the things that it always refreshes me when I hear testimonies of how God works through prayer. And um, because you know, prayer is an exercise of faith. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, you never know how God's going to answer or how your, you know, how that grace is going to be manifest in your life. And so it's, uh, you know, it, it really makes the spiritual life like jumping over those rocks. Like you said, it's like an adventure. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, thank you for sharing that with us, Terry. I think that's uh that was a great book and yes, I have it. I need to get it out. And, uh, and look at it again. I, for me, I, I've been coming out of a, a little health crisis with my autoimmune disease and I've been in a flare and, and I'm coming out of it. I'm getting better, but I've, I've just continue my, you know, I continue to ask God in the morning to be with me. And then I, I try to do things more intentionally each day as it relates to my health, you know, like to really exercise to, um, there's just a lot. So I try not to get overwhelmed. I just try to take the, you know, little steps that can maybe lead me, can make to big changes. So that's, that's what I worked on this last week. And so if anybody has any, anything else you want to tell us about, about something you did or something that was successful, or did, did you pray for somebody or something that um, you got a great result from? And um, we're going to talk about making lemonade Terry and uh, so one of the books we've been using for that and I'll show it it's a it's an interesting very interesting book not necessarily a, a spiritual per se book I would say it's philosophy and, and that sort of thing but called Plato's Lemonade Stand and by Tom, it's by Tom Morris mm -hmm. and uh, read the subtitle too I don't know if they can see it or not oh, well, what is it let's see Terry what is it I can't see what it says yeah start uh, stirring change into something great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Oh, yeah, I could take this banner down. Mm -hmm. Let's see. There it is. Mm -hmm. Stirring change into something great. And, you know, the outside is funny. It looks like a cartoon, but it is very, it's, he writes in such a uh, disarming style. He's very, uh, he's humorous. But the things he's talking about are, are uh, philosophy and it, it just dovetails right in. To the spirituality, um, the spirituality aspect of it. So um, that's kind of where we're getting some of this stuff. And, and 
I hope you like it. And he's the one that's talked about the wheel and all that. And we'll, we'll get to that. But he's the one that, you know, he says that Socrates said the unexamined life isn't worth living. So I hope you feel like that or you probably wouldn't be in a faith huddle, you think? So he says when life hands us lemons, we have to make lemonade. And, and the big question is, is, you know, how do we do that? How That sounds kind of trite and but but how do we how do we go about that process of doing that and so as we talked about last week he talked about adapting and innovating um and and we did again we're just kind of reviewing but he he is he as terry and i've talked about you know making lemonade isn't just about awareness or about changing our perspective but it's about you tell us terry yeah yeah well it's you know uh, insight is the gateway to change, but it's not change. And that's often the misunderstanding. I, you know, I've, I've had that misunderstanding for many years. I get a new insight and think, oh, wow, I'm, you know, everything's different now. But it's actually by the taking that insight and applying it in your life by doing it over and over and over again until it becomes as automatic. It's, not, it's like uh, driving a car. You know, at first you have to think about everything you do. Um, but then the more you do it, the more, you know, you just do it automatically. And um, so that that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, it's it's like I said last week about buying all those um, Babel language learning tapes and you get them, and you get them at home. But if you don't ever look at them and open up, if you don't ever practice, mm -hmm. then you don't learn Spanish. And so I, we've all done things like that. And so we'll ask you a question again today is about thinking about your situation. And we don't know what your situation is, but uh, with the things life's handing you today, what are some uh, what are some options or do you have some tools that can help you deal with it? And I, I would think faith changes everything could be a tool for you or your friends or a, um, a Bible study or um, whatever. It could be exercise. It could be just what ever so be thinking about that if you have a, a special tool you can put it in the chat terry i will tell you listen we've had a couple we had a comment up here let's see and i don't when i ask you know uh what people have done uh, a facebook user says i renewed my faith again and started a new study with my church wow that's great so that's awesome it's perfect Thank example you. yeah yeah and just doing just taking a step of just Maybe doing something you haven't done. Um, let's see. And we, uh, we'll we get, uh, we'll say hello to everybody at the end. But I thought that was a wonderful. So um, we put up this picture of this wheel last week. And we talked about, um, Tom Morris in this book likes to talk about this wheel and staying toward the center of the wheel to avoid getting off, you know, with the centrifugal force. And uh, this, Terry and I wrestled with this concept because it's a real interesting, it's a very, very interesting concept. And um, we liked it because we felt like, hold on, I may not be able to get this picture off of here. Here we go. Um, when we start thinking of the wheel as being our faith and our values and, and that sort of thing, so Terry preached a bit about that this Sunday, and he had a great example. 
And this is really where I wanted us to go today with this example of Jesus. And I think Jesus put this, this principle of the wheel, he put it into amazing practice. Terry, uh, kudos on you for picking this out because I think this is really a great, how'd you think of this? Well, so one of, one of my devotional books, um, this, this scripture in John eight with uh, Jesus and the, um, you know, dealing with the, the religious leaders who set him up, so, you know, were trying to trap him. Um, they were jealous of him. Um, you know, they were angry with him. They feared him. They felt like he was going to, you know, he was disrupting the status quo. He was a threat to the system, to their system. And so they really, uh, you know, they, they wanted to get rid of him. And so they wanted to find some way to discredit him, some way to, you know, just get the crowd. Uh, the crowd was just, you know, amazed with him. In fact, just before this, the the religious leaders sent the the uh, temple police to arrest Jesus, and they came back empty-handed because they and they said, "Where is he?" And I said, "Well, nobody's ever spoke. We've never heard anybody speak like this before, you know." And so the, it's just like he captured them. He captured their hearts, you know. And so they go back empty-handed, and so that they're just infuriated. Then so it's like they come up with this trap to. Uh, you know, the, the, they set this thing up with this, you know, woman, which this poor woman, I guess, you know, they um, manipulated her in such a way that they, you know, used her to say, oh, she was actually caught right in the very act of adultery. And, <laughs> and um, you know, and John says, I mean, John says it very clearly. They did this for a trap. And and um, and so I was just thinking about um all these emotions that were going on in this situation and you know just the, the with the religious leaders and their anger jealousy fear of you know just um all of that going on and then um you know here here they come uh, jesus is in the temple everything's calm it's a teaching moment uh you know jesus teaching the crowds and then all of a sudden here comes this entourage in and so it reminded me of, um, yeah, it, it reminded me of, um, you know, at a, you go to a carnival or a state fair or something, they have these rides with centrifugal force. And, and so one of those rides is like the, the, the chair swing. Um, and, and so you got all these chairs hanging down and you get in the chairs and it starts out and it's just real nice at first, you know, and so you're just going in a circle, you get a 360 degree view of the park and, and then it starts speeding up and, and then you sort of just at a, a diagonal and then all of a sudden it's just like you're whirling out here on the end um, with this centrifugal force. And that's where all the emotion is. You know, when, when things get out here with that swing chair, I mean, people start screaming. I mean, they, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're just, I, I mean, it's, you know, that, that, that's what it reminded me of. It's just Terry, all this can I add to that. I'm going to interrupt you for, and then I'll let you yeah. go on. But do you remember that ride at the fair, the amusement park, the big circle, and you would stand up against the yeah. screen. Yeah. And it would start spinning and you'd just be barely spinning, but then it would spin real hard and the bottom would drop out mm -hmm. and it was holding you with the force. Yeah. You remember uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Same and kind of deal. Yeah. Screaming and, and then uh -huh. the and even the the symbolism of that bottom falling out. Mm -hmm. You know, this this was a situation Jesus found himself in. Exactly. And so mm -hmm. uh I, I just I don't know. I, I just started thinking this came to my mind because I was reading it in my devotional and it just seemed to kind of match up that scripture with what he was talking about. And, and, um, 
and, and so and then, you know, I saw uh, how Jesus, uh, how he responded to it. And so, in other words, he didn't, um, you know, he didn't. He, he he responded, not reacted. Really, is what he did, and 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 so he, um, you know, he didn't rush to judgment, you know, and that that's one of the things that Tom Morris talks about in his book. He's he said you don't rush to judgment. He said it's really the art of self-discipline. That's what he called it, and and they just see that in Jesus. He didn't rush to judgment. Uh, he valued the right thing, which was connection over correction. Uh, he was keeping the connection, you know, with the woman. And, okay, say that again. Say that yeah. point again. Yeah. So, so Jesus valued. Uh, in other words, uh, they they were saying, you know, the law of Moses says that she should be stoned. She was caught in the act of adultery. So, what do you say, Jesus? So they were thinking, you know, we've got him now because if he says stoner, then he's not a compassionate guy like everybody mm -hmm. thinks he is. But if he says don't stone her, then he's breaking the law of Moses, and we got him there. And, and so, uh, so, so, uh, so, so what Jesus does and, and uh, I think Tom Morris called this use your imagination. Well, but Jesus, I think what we would call it from the spiritual, from the, the Christian vantage point as we would call it, we, we take a moment for inspiration. Right. And, and that's what I saw with Jesus. You know, he didn't like just jump into the argument or try to defend himself or try to explain anything. He just silently knelt down. And I thought that's going from the outside of the wheel to the inside. He's going to slowing down. Let's get back and let's go. Let's let's move down the axle. Let's get to the center. Let's stay centered. You know, and all of this craziness, he doesn't get out there in the craziness. He stays centered. <laughs> and and so he kneels down. And, you know, the commentaries that I read said that, uh, you know, there's all different kinds of ideas about what he was writing in the dirt, you know, different mm -hmm. ideas and could could have been any of them. But but one thing they kind of agree on is that he was taking a moment for, you know, like where another place in John, it says, Jesus said, I only do what I see the father doing. And and so he was like taking a moment, like, okay, God, what's what's the response? What's the inspiration here? Mm -hmm. And and then that's when he got up, and that's where you see he valued the woman in the sense that you know he valued connection over correction. And so the idea there is, you know, if you get the connection right, the correction will eventually take care of itself. And so he doesn't focus on the behavior. Uh, he focuses on the, the person, He you know, and, um, and and so he comes up with this inspired idea of, OK, uh, whoever's without sin cast the first stone and then he nails back down, you know, and and uh, and that it, let him kind of off the not off the hook, but it let him a little bit off the hook where he didn't have to respond in a way that would have trapped him with the law. Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it kept, it kept it from being a push shove, kind of an argumentative kind of a, um, mm -hmm. episode. Um, you know, he doesn't get into a debate with them. He doesn't get in an argument with them. Um, you know, he just gets the inspiration, comes back with the perfect question. Okay. The bot, the, you know, the essence of the situation here is, 
uh, if we're going to throw stones then at sinners, then whoever's without sin, throw the first stone. Mm -hmm. And so that to me is a connection principle, you know, for all of us, because like you said, you know, one of the things that's so crazy about our world today is people are throwing stones at everybody in every direction, you know, but just because their opinion is different than their, you know, differences of opinion and um, differences of political persuasion, differences of, um, you know, medical persuasions and all. Anyway, the mm -hmm. attitude is out there. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, uh, Morris says one of the things we've got to learn to do is govern our attitude and um, and look for opportunities to take initiative. And that's exactly what 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 Jesus did in that situation. I, I just thought it was a um, I was real thankful for that um, reading. I just thought it fit into that real well and how he just, you know, I mean, you had this high strung situation with everybody spinning out of control and, and, um, and he just, he just, yeah, de-escalates it. Yeah. Yeah. Terry, he, um, it really is such a great example of that wheel because he, he took the time, you know, to, reflect and and we don't know if he was praying was he just thinking what he was doing but he did take the time to reflect and and i have to imagine that he did have to reflect and think you know what is the father's will in all of this mm -hmm. and and so it kept him like you say instead of him being on the outside of that wheel he's at the center and that that wheel can go where it will but when you're at the center with your values and yeah. um, and things like that, you just you respond better. You're not you're not thrown off into other directions. Yeah. And so that was really brilliant. Thank you for for sharing that with us. Well, uh, you're welcome. But I, um, you know, I, I I think just you know to add to that, it doesn't mean that we um, it doesn't mean that we don't speak up for what we believe is correct. Uh, but it's how we how we re respond. You know, I think that's what Jesus is showing us here is a, um, you know, like a question is the most disarming form of communication that there is. It, you know, it doesn't it doesn't set up that dualistic mindset of, you know, I'm here and you're there. It just sort of opens up the question to say, OK, that's where you are. Um, so let's think about that. Right. And mm -hmm. so it's this this type of response keeps us united it keeps us in a place where we're not um you know where we're not polarizing people we're not uh trying to put people in in boxes i mean and, and he led in love he, mm -hmm. jesus led in love and yeah. uh, and i i put through a word in here it's kind of a big word but it's in our book and i, I wanted to talk about it and we'll talk about it next week but this word of it's called alchemy and it's a, a word that refers to um, chemistry, say in the Middle Ages, of when they tried to take base metals and add an ingredient or have a formula where they could make gold. And so that was really the alchemy was trying to add something to something to make gold. Or they, uh, the other thought around alchemy is trying to sort of find the fountain of youth or um, a way for perpet you know, uh, perpetual life. And so to me, Jesus is taking this situation that was so bad and so poisonous and so um, 
destructive and uh, he's adding his little bit of his ingredient, not a little bit, but a lot. So his ingredient of, you know, his inspiration, his love, his thought process, he added all this in and turned this situation into something that was um, really beautiful. And he, you know, Kathy, that's a good point because really too, at the very end, uh, you know, he asked the woman, where are your accusers? You know, where are those that were condemning you? And she said, they're, they're gone. He said, neither do I condemn you. Um, but the alchemy here is, he said, you know, he didn't, uh, some people think he let her off the hook, but he didn't. He said, you know, go and leave your life of sin. Not, you know, go and sin no more. Um, you know, I was talking about that change, that transformation, I think that we're getting at is in a, in a loving way. He, he, uh, in, you know, he, he accepts her for who she is, but he said, you know, but let's leave the past yesterday ended last night. You know, this was a terrible ordeal, but let's, you know, move forward. Don't we wish we could interview that woman? Like a year oh, later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wouldn't that have been, mm -hmm. it would be amazing if we could, could do that. So um, we're going to wrap this up because we don't want to be long and boring. We just want to be a little shot in the arm for you. And I hope we're, we're doing that for you today, but, um, I want you to think about one thing you can do this week. You can tell us now, you can tell us next week, but uh, maybe there you're thinking about something, a situation that uh, is really causing you to struggle and, um, and you want to make lemonade out of it. And, and, you know, Terry, I have an example here. Um, I have a friend in the comments and uh, it's a young family that is starting an adoption process and um, they they don't, they want to adopt, but they don't really have, I, I guess adoption is pretty expensive these days. And so I don't know exactly about all the process, but I know that she's, uh, says so she's, she's here today. And, uh, and she's, you know, she says she's feeling overwhelmed with our adoption process. Like we're climbing a giant mountain, but they're going on with their life. They're doing things they need to be doing today to make that goal. And so I, I see that as someone who's really, you know, here's this big mountain out there, but they're um, taking the steps a little at a time to reach that goal. So we're so glad you're here. Mm. And I, I hope this, uh, this gives you a little shot in the arm and we're going to be praying for that adoption process that just the right, at the right time and in God's time, this will all, um, occur so and terry i'll let you know who else is here let's see we've got um we have samantha hey samantha wanda hey wanda and we have anita's here hi anita um robert's here hey rob <laughs> here you hear his voice coming <laughs> and there's other oh jeanette's here Thanks for joining Hi. us, Jeanette. Yeah. Hi, Jeanette. Oh, Margie's here. Hey, Margie. Hi, Margie. I know you've got your study tonight. So um, Margie's, again, Margie's my idol. Um, and uh, you talk about somebody who gets things done. It's Margie. And then Cindy's here. So let me say hi to Cindy on here. Um, so hi, Cindy. Yeah. Thanks everybody for joining us. So you, you think about one thing and uh, let us know how we can pray for you. Um, 
we want this to be a place where you come and and get some encouragement, get some fuel in your tank, get some uh, lifting for the rest of your week. And uh, this concept of making lemons into lemonade, I know is something um, we all strive to do. So be thinking of that one thing you can do this week. And, uh, and oh, let's see, here's the thing for Marty. Sorry, Terry. Part of tonight is the story Terry used. Thanks for the hints. So yeah. Margie is doing preparation. I love it. Yeah. Way to <laughs> go, Margie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Margie, all this stuff just kind of flows together. It seems like it's just a great, it, it's all interrelated. So we want you guys to be blessed. And Terry, why don't you say a quick prayer for us and we'll let everybody go and, and, and we'll see you next week. All right, let's pray. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who came into this world to help us to understand what it means to be fully human and to live life fully. Um, God, in your presence, uh, knowing that we're never alone, but just, just like Jesus, God, we have your inspiration available to us and to guide us and to lead us and to help us to know how to respond to every situation in life. And um, so we do live in a we live in a world, God, that can uh, sometimes just seem like we're out there on the edge where everything's spinning out of control. But you've uh, given us the means of grace, the spiritual disciplines, the holy habits. Um, God, you've given us um, the awareness of your presence, that you got us with your peace. You got us with that still small voice and you show us the way and say, this is the way walking it. And so, God, we uh, we just give ourselves to you today. I'd say a special prayer for this family who's in the adoptive process, God, that you would just uh, remind them and show them that you're not only with them, but you're for them working all things together for good because they love you. And um, God, that you will just um, continue to open uh, doors for them as they step forward in faith, following you, that they will just see your goodness manifest for them and the family that their hearts desire. We love you and we thank you for everyone out there who's watching today, God, and just pray for your Holy Spirit to grant us that grace um, to be transformed into the character of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you and uh, let's try to stay in the center of that wheel this week with our values and uh, we'll see you next week. And thanks for sharing, Terry. I really loved it. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. You too, Kathy. Thank you. Okay. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.